Countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to the Rhythm and Bruise Podcast with your host, DJ DW, Prince Latif, Lucky Lefty, and Mr. R&B Smooth. Episode 20, y'all. Hey. Venti. Uh, Spanish. Dos Equis, if the Roman. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> deuce, <laughs> deuce, if you're from the hood. I'm not sure. Oh, that's 22. I'm not sure where, that, where that's coming from. I'm, I'm not sure what side of the nation we are right now. <laughs> Yeah, uh, welcome to the Rhythm and Brews podcast. I am Prince Latif. I am Mr. Army Smooth. It's Mr. Lucky Lefty. DJ DW right here. And our special invited guest, our guest host of the day, just dropped a new album, The Bronx Bomber himself. Fat as fact for this for this special guest, can we get a, 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 a extra special? Yeah! Yeah! Introduce yourself, brother. Oh, it's Mickey. Y'all hear him? Y'all hear Mickey? Yeah, I can hear him. It's Mickey Facts, y'all. Clap it up for him. I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, sir, yes, sir. First of all, let's get straight to the shits. What you sipping on over there, Denzel? I am sipping on what you call this, D Dub, because you handed this off to me. Dubious. It's a hazy IPA. And I'm feeling a little hazy right now. I can feel that. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Mickey, I just want to uh, apologize because I thought I had sent you the topics last night when I was I was multitasking. And as I'm emailing you, my girl is giving me this. Why are you handling business while we're, ch- you know, while we're chilling? You know, what I'm saying, you know, that look. So, you know, I'm not familiar. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean, so I just sent off the email. I was like, "Oh shit, I didn't realize I ain't sending the topics with the email." But anyway, yeah, uh, I just got those like ten minutes ago. I apologize, sir. So, what are we gonna start off with, uh, Lucky Lefty? I mean, shoot, you know, I'm gonna let you, you know, call the shots on this one, bro. Ooh, we gonna throw it at you. We gonna throw the ball back in my court. I see how it is. Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Didn't I say that? All right then. All right. I <laughs> it mean, ain't my time yet. It ain't my time. We've been starting. <laughs> All right. Since you're talking about Tom Brady, y'all know about AB. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, man. Antonio Brown. You follow football, Mick? I do not follow football. Okay. Okay. Um, so if you didn't know, there was a uh, a player named Antonio Brown. He was on the Steelers. Um, then went to the Raiders. Yep, then went to the Raiders. He was, you know, being an asshole over there in, in L.A. This day L.A. now, right? No, Oakland. No, Oakland. 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 He was being an Soon asshole be over Vegas. there in Oakland. Damn. Yeah. They're moving around <laughs> a lot. Um, and then uh, Oakland Raiders dropped him. As soon as they dropped him, the uh, the New England Patriots picked him up. And then uh, sexual assault allegations popped up out of nowhere. And uh, wow. the Patriots dropped him. No, let, 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 let's back it up a little bit. Because they did drop him, but he definitely scored the, his first touchdown with them. He did get to play. They annihilate, annihilated the Miami Dolphins 43 to nothing. You know what I mean? But where, gonna, where, I haven't watched football. In yeah, years, but where where the problem started, where it was like, damn, you know, they really might get rid of him when Nike dropped him. 
Nike I mean, dropped them. Nike dropped them, and then literally, I don't know, like three o'clock yesterday. But that's kind of how it goes, though. Like, Nike was every, first. Every time, like an accusation <laughs> comes out of nowhere, especially a sexual assault accusation, all your endorsements are gone. Like they have to protect themselves by dropping you. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, it's happened with everybody. I mean, including Tiger Woods. Yeah. So allegedly, with these allegations, it was you know, with one of his trainers, which was actually his girl at the time they were dating. So, you know, she met with the NFL or whatever, and they talked about whatever the case may be. But that's not where the whole thing is now, where it's serious. Didn't know, did not know they were dating. Yeah, they were, they were dating. The ones that sent out the allegations, they were dating. The last one decided to come out was a woman that actually did a painting for him and he decided to expose himself. And this was not a nude painting. This is a strange dude, just period. Like I, I mean I, I'm I'm all for everybody's creativity, but you should have known he was strange when you saw he has a shag, some waves, a little bit of a jerry curl. And a blonde beard. A, a blonde beard. No, blonde mustache. But blonde mustache with the with the Winston Churchill curl to it. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, it's this is par it's for the course. This is par for the course with the NFL, though. Yeah. Like every year, some you know, you at least three players have a sexual assault charge. You know, what I'm saying at least two players have some type of uh, domestic, domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's and par I'll, for the course. And I was telling my boy because he actually posted about it. He was like, "This is weird." I was like, "Nah, it ain't. Not for the NFL, it ain't." Right. I was like, this is this is right. This is right on time. This is this is normal at this point. And I was like, "And if anything, and this Patriots, is just the first one of the year." Yeah. And I was like, "And if anything, Patriots just seen what happened with Ray Rice." Back in the day, and they was like, "Listen, we ain't trying to have that kind of press." Well, nah. I mean, they did. They dealt with this before with Aaron Hernandez. You know what I'm saying? Like, they dropped him as soon as those allegations well, came right. out. You know what I mean? Well, there that's, was, that's there was murder. You yeah, but there was to, yeah, right. <laughs> but again, it was an allegation. So you know what I mean? If to me, I honestly think these teams know what goes on with them, and they try to see how they can spin it. Now, do I feel like the Patriots knew about this allegation? I feel like they may have known, but was like, you know, trying to sweep it under the rug, but they're not the Dallas Cowboys. They can't get away with that. <laughs> His skin is the wrong hue. <laughs> you know, that's basically what the case is. His exactly. skin is the wrong hue. Zeke Elliott so, got off on that shit. Dallas you know, Cowboys. Antonio ain't. <laughs> but that's just colorism. That, that's all but, it is. You know, I digress. <laughs> yes, but let's bring it back around to music because this is not a sports podcast. Let's yeah. talk about Kanye's gospel run. Have you. Has anybody heard about this one? Yeah. The Sunday services. <laughs> yes, Mickey, you've been keeping up with that. I have been. I actually have been. What's that? I said I actually have been. Okay, okay. So uh I mean, so like I mean this is this is this is how it is with with, with the uh the gospel run, I guess Sunday Sun Sunday school, whatever it's called. Uh-huh. So that was run first by his cousin, okay, Tony Williams, in Dallas, and he was doing the Sunday school stuff, and it was like, okay, this is dope. He was doing it by himself. Kanye came to one of them, and then it, you know, whatever Kanye does, and if any cameras are around, it turns into a spectacle. 
Right. So they started to kind of it started to get kind of run because he started to like mix things and be involved with it, and they started inviting Cuddy. And the next thing you know, they started to take it off the road. But it was an, originally a Tony Williams thing. Okay. And Tony Williams, you know, he sang on, you know, a lot of every, he sang on every kind of album, this is his cousin. And, um, okay. you know, Kanye just kind of ran with it. To me, this is like, this is like marketing. Like, he does his marketing for every album. It's always a visual buildup. And this is what this is. You know, when you think about the giant, uh, the last journey put out, I think it was called Yay or whatever. Yeah. yeah. When he when he was in uh, where was he at? Was not Wyoming. He, yeah, Wyoming. He was in Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Like a big thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, and this is the same thing. He's doing a gospel run now. You know, it's like okay, you know, I rock with it, but like, what else? Like, I mean, I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like he needs to do a one on one with Jesus, and you do that first. You bring him back around, right? Try to. Do you think that is genuine, though? Do you feel like it's genuine? genuine. Okay. I think I think it is genuine, but it's also marketing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like how genuine is marketing be? So it's like a it's like a conundrum. You know what I mean? Uh, But you know, he's saying his wife is saying that he changed his life over the crisis. He's trying to do more gospel music, but I'm. I've been seeing reports that like two weeks ago he put out like a crazy record and then all of that on it. So it's like a slippery slope. But if the music is good, then I'll rock with it. Well, we'll find out on September 27th when Jesus is King drops. Jesus is King. Right. Yes, yeah, the name of the album, Jesus is King. I, was, I mean, um, obviously, I don't think it's going to be a bunch of covers like he's been doing on the road. I think it's going to be. <laughs> you didn't like those covers? <laughs> It was nice. It was cool. Like I, du- I dug them. It was cool, but like I don't want to hear a whole album of them. Right, but I'm just saying, like, like if service, he samples those, if you get, as records, first of all, it's going to be hard to get an Aaliyah sample anyway. I mean, we don't know that. I understand. I don't know sample. how hard it is to get an Aaliyah sample. Okay. Like I don't. I don't. I mean, Drake, Drake got a Michael Jackson sample. Oh, he's right. Drake. Oh yeah, Kanye's Kanye. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. To get to to get to the youth. Because what Drake got an Aaliyah sample too. Now that I think about it, he do. What, uh, I forgot what record it was. I forgot what record it was. It wasn't that great of a record. Hell, even Chris Brown got a goddamn. Uh, don't think sample. they. Yeah, that record was hard. I don't even remember. That record was hard. It was off the X album. Yeah. That's why I don't remember because yeah. I didn't listen to yeah. it. I know. You're right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while we're still on on music, Meg Thee Stallion just got signed for a management deal with Rock Nation. Hot, Hot girls, girls are up. They 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 may have just won. You think so? They, they they may have won this one. See, my whole thing is I don't know what being managed by Rock Nation means anymore. Me neither. Because damn near everybody is managed by Rock Nation now. They're trying to be the new Sony. Well, it's not. It's not a label deal. It's a management. It's a management deal. deal. And you know what I'm saying? So, management, distribution. All right. So, Mickey, you're in the industry. 
maybe you could shed some light. Like, what does it mean to be managed by like a high profile manager versus like, you know, you know, your, your boys or something like that? Well, I mean, there's always the connection that you're going to get being managed by JZ, especially now that he did an NFL kind of thing. So I wouldn't be surprised if she's going to be doing some halftime event stuff. You know, she's going to be like SBN talking about hot girl swimmers or football or whatever. He also does some stuff with the NBA, so she could be doing things like that. Commercial. Uh, licensing deals. Um, there's so many different opportunities to get from being management uh, with rock. He would have had a movie on his life premiered on front. You know what I mean? So, like, he couldn't have done all his own. You know, it's all of the artists and then they sign the Rock Nation as but it's definitely a good perspective because you know she's created a trait that kind of went viral yeah you know women want to be like her you know this man to see her say the opportunity to be brand coming from that Rock Nation when people had a thought or an inkling that I had signed in that station, I had to say, cool, like, I was in the mm. So, like, I already know, her, you know, it's it's a big deal for her. So, wait, was that, did that almost happen? No, I was trolling. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> this was, like, before six. This is like, I was, like, super hot in New York. Okay. And Cole, I think Cole had just put out his first mixtape. And I had tweeted like four different shady raps. And then, like, every blog, every magazine said I was signed with my face. Got you, got and you. I'm so big, like, I had to ask Jay Z about it. Set the internet on fire real quick. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was before, that was before all this trolling. Like, I was kind of just like back in like, oh, 2009, I think it was. Okay. And, you know, they had to talk about it because that big. Okay. All right. Um, did you, um, you know, moving on to Dick's different subject, did you, uh, did you happen to catch that revolt summit? Anybody? I, I did not. I did not catch the revolt summit. Okay. Yeah, I watched uh, a little bit of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I think I just seen like clips. Yeah, I was in and out of it because you know yeah. it's hard for me to just sit down and do one thing at yeah. any time. But um, and I was getting ready to. Um, I forgot where I was. I think I was actually at work or something and I thought it was like maybe like a half hour 45 minute thing and then I looked and it was like it was a whole I, hour yeah, it was yeah. a whole hour I'm like oh yeah no this is definitely something I'm actually need to sit down and pay attention and pay to. attention to that, and that's yeah. the problem is yeah I wanted to give it the attention that right. it deserved exactly. but it seems to me you know it has it has everybody talking especially like uh Killer Mike's uh statements yeah I know Lefty you brought that up because you wanted to talk about Killer Mike's statements uh you want to 
uh, shed a little bit more light on what he said? Yeah, well, basically what he was uh, saying was, you know, he had the revolt summit and uh, Candace Owens and T.I. were going back and forth, basically because, you know, one's a Dem party, one's a Republican party, whatever the case may be. And uh, he basically just let him know, like, listen, man, all that's all well and good. But until we stop serving these masters and get it on our own and be independent, it doesn't mean a damn thing. Mm. I mean, what he was really saying is all everybody is doing is talking in circles and arguing about who's serving the best master. Yeah. Um, which I agree with. Um, but again, like Killer Mike's been saying the same thing for years and has and he's his uh his message has been consistent yeah. for years. And you know, it seems to fall upon deaf ears because he isn't exactly like revered as a Nipsey hustle or something like that. You know right. what I mean? And Nipsey Hustle, I mean, he wasn't really seen as Nipsey Hustle until towards the end of his life, yeah, unfortunately. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um what what anybody got any opinions on what Killer Mike's been saying though? I mean, I, I feel what he was saying, especially when he was talking about how, like, what do you think? Like, how would you feel? How would they react if, like, everybody, you know, if everybody in the NFL just got up and didn't come to work that day and everything like that? Because there have been moments, like, when I was working at my old job where, like, I would, we would have these kinds of conversations and I would sit there and I'd be like, what? Like, they need us. I was like, if we were to all just not show, show up to work today, like, this place would crumble like this very store would fall like they need us more you know like we we feel like we need them because like if we don't go to work like we don't get paid and i understand that and we need money we need to pay the bills but like in order to do these certain things like a revolt or rise above a certain power mm-hmm. like yo i think we as the little man don't realize that we have a power there's power in numbers I was like, so if like you said, like if you take the NFL and like every single NFL player didn't show up to work one day, mm-hmm. like the NFL would hurt. <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I get what Killer Mike is saying on that point. Like, and until people are ready to just finally say, all right, yo, enough is enough. Like, let's not show up to work because we are being treated unfairly. Then. But it's never going to happen. I know. I understand his frustration because it's going to take all of us to realize the value in ourselves and that's not always easy i mean i say the same thing all the time like niggas is just afraid of revolution like point blank period like you, you can't even boycott right right you know what i'm saying like can't. they they tell us to boycott something they can never tell us boycott for what what uh you know what result are we trying to get how long are we boycotting right what are we going to do once we get the results that we want so on and so forth like it's it's just a social media outrage for everything and uh, people are just so used to their creature comforts that they don't want to they they can't go without in order to get the things that they need right you know what i'm saying uh nikki before i ask you for your opinion are you on speakerphone yeah, I, I am on. You want me to take? You want me to come on the phone? Yes, please. Hello. Yeah. All right. All right. Sounds better. Uh, but yeah, how do you feel? No, no, you're good. Uh, how do you feel about you know everything we were just saying? Well, uh, for me, you know, I'm a very forward-thinking person. Mm-hmm. I've always been that way. 
and I, you know, as the brother was just talking, the first thing that came into my head was, and I'm going to get you sucker, man. He <laughs> was, was talking about the bean soda. But right before they was talking about the bean soda, he was like, the brothers walked in and the side and walked out with jobs. Like, yeah, right, right, right. I remember you know that. I'm saying, one. like, black people's biggest issue is that they don't stick together. Facts. And I feel like in a social media era, it is, it is popular to have your own opinion and your opinion matters and there are other people who has your opinion and god forbid if you are a popular person and you have an opinion then that opinion is now magnified and there are more there are even more people that will support that opinion for instance and this is not to just kind of you know go away from um the killer mike situation what he said but it's kind of congruent to what we're speaking on in terms of social media fake outrage how people always say um rhapsody mm-hmm. is a better female rapper than megan the stallion she's better than Nicki minaj she's right, right. better than cardi b she's better than this person and that person so she puts out a crazy album boom fire I listen to it crazy, both front to back, great marketing, great empowerment of women, black women. Awesome. She sold 5,000 units. Who, Rhapsody? 5,000. 5,000. And, you know, when you consider how many people on social media claim to love Rhapsody, claim to be these big supporters of Rhapsody, claim to have purchased her album, claim she's a better artist and rapper than the bigger artists that are out there that are pushed commercially and she only sold 5,000 copies. It lets me know that social media is a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of fake social media outcry of boycotting, like you said. Like the people in the past boycotted. The the Alabama, the the Atlanta or the Alabama uh, bus department, Um, they lost money for a year. You know what I'm saying? They lost money for a whole year. And and until the change happened, Nobody was going on that bus. People were walking to work. You know, after you press send, and you say, I'm not buying HL, people might, might have said, or oh, retweeted it and liked it and did an HL. <laughs> like, like it, it's things like that that it's just, it's just frustrating to be someone who actually, you know, saying boycotts something. Like, I, if I thought, Feeling something, I don't like it. I'm actually not going to support it in any way. Right, right. You know what I'm saying like I'm not. I mean, when the H and M thing happened with the with the with the boy with the uh, the monkey, the monkey yeah. on this thing. I we we me and Aisha was not with H and M. Like that was it. No more going inside of the store. Any of that stuff. You Like I don't like. Has not respecting that we are dying by that. So I don't know what's going on. Right, right. And I won't until things will change. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like when we boycott, it's supposed to be a serious situation because we're trying to implement change or at least bring some sort of awareness to whatever we're trying to make happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, and a hashtag ain't going to do shit. Honestly. It really ain't. It doesn't. Um, H&M just ended up back in the news for, for some other uh, ad yeah, campaign that they did her, her hair was, yeah. it wasn't done it but, wasn't I, mean, but I, I thought but, that was stupid though. yeah I thought that was stupid to be yeah. outraged for because it's like 
that girl woke up that morning and thought she was beautiful. Y'all are mad. Right. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, like, I don't see anything wrong with the picture. Um, I saw, matter of fact, uh, Scotty Beam had a tweet that said it all perfectly. She was like, is natural hair only beautiful when it doesn't look like that? <laughs> Please, man. It was coming at uh, Blue Ivy when Beyonce didn't have her daughter's hair done. Right. Like, it's just what people going to do. People going to talk. They're going to talk their shit and make it seem like, oh, this is an outrage. This is an outrage. Like, please, man. So, again, thanks for the help. The raising awareness to keep the value risen in ourselves. So, I'm appreciating this advertisement because it's making us talk about it. But there's nothing wrong with the H&M advertisement. This Absolutely. past one, the monkey one, I wasn't too much a fan of. But I've even said here on this show... The H&M's, the Gucci's, so on and so forth, they do some, they they thrive off of outrage marketing. And we we fall for it every time. Yep. Like there's, like 50 Cent has like introduced a new type of marketing that people have been running with for the past, what, decade and some change? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like you get out, you make everybody mad. Then you got everybody's eyes on you. Everybody's talking about you. Next thing you know, here comes the money. Back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I give 50 cent, like a lot of credit for that marketing scheme. Yeah. And everybody seems to be, you know, running off of it. it works. Right. Negativity sells a lot quicker than, than positivity. Period. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I already, I already said I wasn't going to give H&M too much shine because, like I, like you said, I haven't really been in these stores ever since. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't get rid of the clothes that I had, <laughs> but <laughs> right, right. I'm not going to spend any more. You ain't giving them no new dollars. Right, I ain't giving them no new dollars. You know what I mean? What's next on the docket, y'all? Whew. Are we going to get into... Are we gonna talk about tambourine six nine? Tambourine six nine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess we could go ahead and <laughs> let's get into it. Hey, hey, D Dub, cue cue up that record one time. Play up that. I keep telling these people this shit is supposed to be just music. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you really think about it. Is it worth it? Saying, I mean, somebody could get hurt. That boy don't look that tough to me. Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. He trying to be home by supper time. Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. All right. Let me ask y'all this before we start calling him snitches and all this other shit, right? Because I've been waiting to ask y'all. I didn't want to ask y'all when we met about this. So it's cool to make all these jokes about him or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But facing the same situation, would you not do the same? I wouldn't be in the same situation. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. I, I, I wouldn't be in the same I don't, situation. I don't hang around with street people. So I don't. Let me clarify on this one. <clears throat> I honestly would say this. If this is the life I'm living, if this is the stuff I'm doing. It's not the life he was living. Let's be. Let's. I, Put that I, out there. Right. But this is the life he's portraying to live. Okay. And this is who he's associating himself with. Rather be carried by six than be judged by 12. Absolutely. Oh, look at this quote unquote real nigga. 
Like straight up. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, hold on, hold on, hold on. You gonna quote? You gonna quote that? You gonna post that on the uh, gram? <laughs> Listen, now, let's clarify this. The shit that they did to him mm-hmm. was like, yeah, like okay, damn, I I could get it, but it's like you want to live this life, you can't do that shit. You want to portray that you're living this life, you can't snitch. Now, if he had nothing to do with it and they try to extort him and all that other stuff, fuck it, tell. Whatever. All right. You, so, you didn't come off that. But every fucking, ah, 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 whoa, suck my damn, dick. Yelling in my blicky, da, <laughs> sticky with the blicky, ah. No, all right, I tell wait, that nigga, wait, suck my before dick. You, before, you, before you go off on a tangent, because I know you about to, can you give the listeners a little bit of background about what we're talking about? <laughs> 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 really didn't say that. Well, ooh. <laughs> well, Daniel Hernandez, because I'm not even giving him that. Daniel, aka Teriyaki Six Nine. Daniel got on the stand because he made a uh, deal, so he can come How home. How did he end year. up in jail in the first place? Well, he ended up in jail by allegedly being uh, associated with the uh, Trey Nine Bloods. Okay, Nine Trey Bloods, Trey Nine Bloods, whatever. And uh, basically, he's going around doing all this craziness. Got uh, coming at Casanova because he's a different type of blood and they don't mess with those bloods. And uh, I didn't realize it was that. Tried to uh, shoot up. Yo, it, it's real. Tried to uh, put a hit on on Chief Keith and went to Chicago. That I remember. All all types of craziness that he did. What didn't he do? It was it was a tour. It was a fuckboy tour. <laughs> now. <laughs> It got to a point where this kid actually was getting respect from people, even for me at a point, because I was like, yo, I get it. He gets these motherfuckers hype. All right, cool, whatever. I fucks with it. You know what I'm saying? Music is changing. Even the great Bobby Shmurda, who will be home in, I think, a year or two, co-signed this man. Just makes it all real, doesn't it? Listen. <laughs> Listen. Ooh, Bobby Shmurda. Bobby Because that man, that's, that's, he he's, right up, he's right up there with Quincy. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> listen. Y'all don't listen to him, though. So, no, I don't. You know what I'm Y'all don't listen to him. Bobby, so, Bobby Shmurda, okay. was the only song that I knew from that. Uh, okay, and that's fine. And that, and record, that one song got him right in jail. So, where, right, where we going? But who did he tell her? Everybody, Everybody. no, no, he didn't. He didn't. In the record, it says people's names, but did he say, yeah, that's so-and-so? Because that's what has to happen. It ain't just, oh, we have these names. Oh, so you're going to jail. No, he has to point them out. He did not do that. Did he not say? That's not the point. He went on Power 105.1 and said, Mitch, it wasn't bitch called a body. He was like, Mitch called a body about a week ago. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure I wanted to put that out But that's not the point. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that he didn't tell on them. He's saying whatever their names are on the record. But when it comes to them actually going in court, he has to point out and say, yeah, when I said this person's name, this is so-and-so. Yeah, when I said this person's name, this is so-and-so. Now, they were going to give him a deal as well. He said, nah, I'm staying. And he got the same time as Roddy. Then I think they're coming home, I think, next year or this year. I don't know. I don't remember exactly when it is. But fact of the matter is... Daniel Hernandez is on the scene telling on everybody. He told on Jesus. <laughs> okay. He told on Jesus. <laughs> he told on Cardi. He's, he's telling on everybody because he wants to get the, he's getting this deal. He's coming home next year. It's it's paper fact that he's coming home. 
Now, everything's coming out. The kidnapping video. First off, that kidnapping, how he tried to make it seem as is, oh, he escaped. No, they let him go. They didn't put a hand on him. He tried to say they beat him. They have the whole video. This dude's been lying about everything since day one. There's pictures of this dude shown as a crip. So Can we I, don't wait, know who he is. But there's also pictures of baby from, uh, you know, cash money. Right. Okay. With so a what, bandana. This nigga had fucking <laughs> had a bandana blue sheets. Baby was throwing up season videos before he was a famous blood. Right. Like what is. Right. But this is again. This, this, is, all a, this is all fucking WWE, man. But again, this is what I'm saying with this Takashi dude. Like. It's like, what are you, brother? Baby been exposed on that shit. Baby kissed men. We know. Whoa, this. wait. Can we allegedly? Not, can we not anger the alphabet people? Um, see, I didn't even say that. Yeah. I didn't even say that. You said that. Go ahead, man. If because this is always my like, I've been thinking about this with young um, Tangerine Six Nine. <laughs> when he gets out. You know, and it was it next year? Next year. It's paper fact. The district attorney has. The Once the testifying everything is done and and nothing else comes up, supposedly it's going to be next year. That's what the paperwork says. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Is it like a Max B next year or like a real next right, year? Right, because no, nah, Max B has been getting out next like, year for the last Max ten B years. Max B was getting out of since I was in high school. Oh, do y'all niggas understand? He'd be a, a, allegedly a murder charge, right? So y'all laugh at that, like. Well, is bro, this ain't whether, my life. I don't. It's not gonna take. It's not gonna be. Oh well, he's getting. He's coming home soon. He's coming home soon. He beat a murder charge, son. Well, we're not. So with him beating a murder charge, he could come out ten years from now, but he still beat a murder charge. He's not gonna be in there for life. That man was looking at seventy-five years. No, we are glad. We're just saying, what kind of year is it? Because people were saying Max B is getting out next year since two thousand and nine. No, they didn't say he's getting out next year. They said he was coming home. Well, I was soon. saying like a lot of like, yeah. They were saying he's oh, coming home. Soon. All right, we're going. Like, we're going way so, too. But I'm just saying they when, say he was coming home soon. When with when, this guy, when taxing sixty nine gets out, when Trixie sixty nine gets out, <laughs> Trixie. When, <laughs> when he gets out, my thing is, what's the credibility going to be now? There is none. Right. <laughs> Are people going to still... For, and it's going to be funny because I know a lot of people who was fucking with him and was mm -hmm. all about his music and shit. Like, mm -hmm. they was really into it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now are you still going to hold his... Like, don't... I'm... Like, if... I was never listening to him before. Right. But, like, now if... If I'm listening to the radio and I hear his voice again next year and he's on the same type of shit, like, I'm going to be on the other end of that radio saying, nigga, shut the hell up. The only way that's going to happen is if these millennials but go ahead will. and do that. But here's the they thing. Will. Here's the thing. He's getting canceled out by so many people. They've been stopped playing his records. What was the last time somebody effectively got canceled? I was just about uh, to say, did you say we don't know how to cancel shit correctly? Ja Rule was canceled. When? He he's. Sorry, I'm gonna ask you to stop. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what did he's still working. Canceled in for what? The whole what did I what did John Rule get canceled for? Bro, that whole shit with him and Fifty, like Fifty, kid got him canceled out on his own. All right, man. I still fucks with John Rule. I have all of his hits. I've heard them in the clubs. Uh, speaking of John Rule, <laughs> did you see that he's putting out all of his music on video? Yeah, I saw that shit, man. Like he's making a music video for everything. I don't even. Understand I hear that. I hear Mickey giggling about that. I don't. I don't even understand that. Did shit. you heard that, Mick? It's like how? Huh? 
You're breaking up, brother. Oh, man. Hold on. Pardon me. Yep. I, I figured I could talk with my headphones on, but I guess I can't. <laughs> um, how is he going to do the record with uh, DMX and Jay-Z? I, listen, I don't know. Ayo. I don't know how he's going to do a lot of these. Ayo Mick, though, but they uh, they actually reconciled on uh, one of the on the run tours. Oh, yeah. They they came out and did uh, Murder's Inc. Really? Yeah. That was but, two years ago, last year, something like that. Do you right. think do you think Jay Z is gonna do a video? I, I doubt it. I wouldn't Jay-Z. say maybe do a video, <laughs> but would that be considered one of his songs? Because that was Murders Inc. as a group. But st- but it's still like you got to get I these. I think that was a Rule song. Whose album did that appear on? It wasn't. It was on. Um, it was like, that, was, that was on Ja Rule's album. That was on Ja's album? Yeah. Vini Vini Vici? I mean, I mean. He said I, he's doing every song from from every album. Yes, every song from every album, doing a video for every song from every album. I don't see how that's possible. I don't see that. So does that mean he's doing songs over too? I don't know. <laughs> I just I mean I just wanted to break up this teriyaki six nine conversation. I, <laughs> I mean, I think it's doable. I mean, I've had these thoughts as well. Okay. The issue is the features, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, who, who is he still cool with that he can get? He on can't do wonderful. For a video. <laughs> well, oh, there was a video for Wonderful. Never mind. There okay. was. Yeah, and that's another. Thing. Is there anybody he did a record with that passed away? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember that much about Ja Rule's mm. discography. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, you know, I want, I want, I want to see this I want to see because you know, I, 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 I never really thought about it. Because as far as I know, as far as like big name, so to speak. The only person that's still like with him on that level is a shot. Yeah, that's you know only for that's only for the money. They ain't really rocking like that. Um, they're they're trying to get together a Murder Inc. tour, a reunion tour. Um, supposed to be Charlie Baltimore, Ashanti, Ja Rule. I mean, can we have a Cadillac on there? Yeah, like. A record or two. <laughs> like, who's gonna be like, oh, Cadillac Tie here, y'all? <laughs> First of all, I actually like the Murderers album. That was one of my favorite compilations back in the day. Vita, Vita, okay. Vita yeah. was dope. Vita was dope. Vita was dope. He, but what happened got, with Vita? He, he got you? two songs. I know I'm on speaker. He got songs with Jay Z on Benny Vitti Mm hmm. One is It's Murder, and then one is another record. Yeah, I don't and think he's going to get Jay-Z back bad. around for these videos. I'm sorry. I mean, probably not for the videos, but if he has a tour, he could probably get Jay-Z to come out. Mm. I think he could. Return the favor. But here's something I just thought you could throw in the air. If you don't want to do, like, if you're going to do a tour, you can't just have a murderous tour. It got to be with someone else. So it got to be Murder, Zinc, and Terror Squad. Who's still around from Terror Squad? 
Remy, uh, I don't know how true this is. I don't know how true this is, but there is a rumor that him and Cuban links have been talking. Well, because as far as far, as far as I knew, he didn't get along with anybody from Terror Squad anymore. I mean, I know he still rock with Tony Sunshine because he brought him out. <laughs> okay. On, on, on a on a on, on a show with him, so I don't I don't know. But like I said, you always seem to have more information than I do. So listen, man. Um, we'll see what happens with that though. But uh, back to your boy, uh, extraterrestrial six nine. Um, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is what I'm going to say about this situation. All right. Um, and normally, I, I don't like to listen to other podcasts before we record, but I I did slip up and listen to the Joe Budden podcast earlier this week. And they were talking about how this is nothing new as far as, like, the industry is concerned. Like, because uh, basically the whole background to how uh, 6 9 got with uh, Trey 9 or 9 Trey or whatever um <clears throat> he wanted one of his videos to look more credible so he like hired this whole set to come out to the mm-hmm. music video set and after the video was done they were like yo we could probably make some money together off of this and that's how their whole bond started he was never really about that gang life he just wanted the the look cool reality is often disappointing all right thanos but um so basically what uh what they were saying over on the joe budden podcast is that um again this is nothing normal like usually like the street dudes will always find that good rapper or whatever and they'll back him up to make to give him more street cred and you know help launch his career so you know it could be somebody from like you know papa doc from from you know what i'm saying yeah. from eight mile and he just has a bunch of hood niggas behind him Yikes. to make him look more hood this is basically what this it's cb4 all over again Yeesh. you know what i'm saying so well, like it was <laughs> like it was this whole oh, shit man. with him getting arrested and pointing everybody out was bound to happen yeah and he was told this shit on power 105 one Everybody told and him. And nigga thought he was untouchable. Yeah, he was told on Power 105.1. He did. A, he sat down and did an interview with Fat Joe, I think. And Fat Joe oh, tried Fat to tell Joe, him. Yep, Fat Joe. Did, was it, did he go on Ebro? I don't remember. Nah, hell no. Hell no, that's not happening. They, yo, they won't even let this man in the stadium. Like, when he... he, If you notice, when he has shows and stuff, they're never... When he did have shows, let me rephrase that. When he did have shows and stuff, it was never like, oh, come see Takashi, such and such. It's just somebody has a show and they're sneaking him in. That's what happened with him at um uh what uh powerhouse at powerhouse. When that happened at powerhouse, he literally just snuck through and then everybody went crazy. Nobody wants him at a venue. They already know what the fuck he's gonna bring. Mm-hmm. Now here's another thing about this shit. Troy Ave was at uh his last testimony because. He supposedly telling on one of Where are you getting this information? Nigga, no, I this read. Was, this, oh, okay. <laughs> this was mentioned. I, I didn't know. I this, didn't. Was, this was mentioned on Hot 97. What do you read? This isn't the New York Times. It doesn't, listen, I read. I pay attention to shit, but that's neither here nor there. They showed video of him outside the courtroom because he went for a testimony of one of his friends because he's telling on one of Troy Ave's friends. 
So it's like, it's so much more going into this to the point where I think, hey, it ain't just Takashi telling on people. The hip hop police now say, oh, we got somebody to witness somebody. Yeah, tell us who this person is. Tell us who that is. Because that's how he's bringing in Jim Jones and Cardi B and all these other people. Mickey, do you have any thoughts on any of this? Um, I don't make this kind of music, man. So this stuff is brand new to me. Right. I'm, I'm with I mean, you. I don't this, even listen to this kind of music, really. I'm r and I mean, <laughs> This guy, I can't, I can't believe he's still like relevant and people still talking about him and streaming his name. Like it's like it's just a weird other that with him. That people are just allowing these things to happen. You know, it's not like he's in the mafia. He's going to come home. He's going to be rich. He's going to be wealthy. He might not even need to go into Witsack. He's okay, man. He's not going there. He's not going there. He doesn't. He's not going. He's He's not going to be able to be able to roam around the streets like he used to do. But he ain't going to Witsack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think. I think. (laughs) This I ain't power. He's not going to just start him. picking people up. He ain't got no ASUS. <laughs> Shut up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying, man? No, I mean, I think niggas are, niggas are trying to hit him for clout. Like, like niggas are just grabbing their phone, see him walking down the street and trying to beat him up. But, like, he's not going to get kidnapped or killed. I mean, Zimmerman's still walking. Like, right. He's <laughs> done. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah, I mean... Listen, but there are places he can never step foot in, and Houston is definitely one of them. Why can't he go? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jay Prince. Oh, I, and Jay Prince Jr. was like they was not trying to let them in. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to really get into all that. Yeah, didn't he sneak into South by Southwest or something like that? That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. He's not invited to any of these things. He gets sn- snuck in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Jay Prince was like, "Hey man, it's election day." <laughs> He's uh-huh. like, "He been campaigning." Oh, man. And it's election day. Crazy. All right, 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 all right. Let's get to the, the the topic at hand, though. New album just dropped. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Enigma. Sorry, EP. Yeah. EP just dropped. I got to uh-huh. stop saying album. Um, Matter of fact, can we talk about what's the difference between an album and an EP? Uh-uh. An EP... Is a project less than 30 minutes and uh, LP is a project over 30 minutes. Yeah, see, I was going by that definition and a lot of people are dropping EPs and they're not real EPs anymore. They're like, they're more than 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are trying to drop EPs more because it helps with the streaming so you play the songs over and over and over again. You have a greater percentage to have better songs. Okay. A certain I'm sorry, repeat that again because you started to break up a little. Oh, I said uh, I did the project so short because I wanted to test the buy power okay. of my uh, fan base. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Was- so. I know personally I was excited. I got up and I was like, oh snap, we about to get a whole new album. I woke up and it was like three tracks. I was like, oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could put something out tomorrow that has 50 songs on it. Like, you know, I feel like, you know, at this point, I've been doing my whole career and 
social media right right so you know you have to pay for posts so I'm, I'm still trying to get the hang of it and, and, and make sense of it and still you know continue my uh, musical journey right with uh, music but it's been a little difficult so I'm, I'm trying to figure out what works best for me and my fan base in terms of what I put out if I put out three songs but if you get a CD with two extra songs Right. Is that more time for you to purchase the project with great, you know, limited edition art and things of that nature? It works well. And then if it does, then it's like, okay, let me put the full project for you and wash, rinse, and repeat. Okay, okay. Because I'm noticing that that sentiment seems to be, you know, it's not just you that feels that way because I've I've read interviews with uh, Method Man where he's like I'm not dropping no new music because nobody's really checking for it. Right. Uh, Lloyd Banks just said the same thing recently. But he retired though. I thought. No, he didn't really retire, but he was just like nobody's really checking for the music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But people like us were like that still appreciate lyricism. Like what, what the fuck you mean? Yeah. If well, Lloyd Banks drops some shit today, I'm listening to it. But but here's the thing though too like. Some of these rappers, and excluding you, Mickey, some of these rappers, they take such of a hiatus to the point where it's like, okay, now if you do come out, like, what are you going to talk about? Like, because honestly, if Banks comes out with an album today, what is he going to talk about? Same shit he's been talking about. I ain't, I wouldn't be mad at it. I'm, I mean, I see where he's coming from, though. Like, where is the growth in terms right. of the yeah. artistry? Why did you take, why did you take this hiatus? What is going like? I feel like when you listen to Nemo, you kind of get a. Because the last project I put out was I said Joe. I put that on my birthday last year in July. Mm -hmm. So I feel like from July till now, like I said Joe was more like a rapping project. Right. Like I wanted to prove to people that yo, I can have the big dudes that really rap rap. Yeah. And you know. There were some other songs on there that expressed what I was going through at the time, but this particular project, you know, I'm talking about me having gray hair, the social media posts, and me also, you know, getting ready to be a father. So I feel like these things. You back on speakerphone again? No, I'm not, I'm not back on speakerphone. Oh, okay. Your, your voice was cutting in and out again. Hey. Yeah. You got to call him back on that one. No, nah, he's calling back in. Oh, he's calling in? All right, cool. Hey. Here. 
Hello? Hello? All right, here we go. Sorry about that. You good, you good. Yeah, I stepped outside and then my hole dropped. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, what were you yeah, saying? So I, was saying <clears throat> I was saying that you're going to hear growth from me. You're gonna, you're not going to hear the same project from Mickey Facts every time I put something out. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything is always going to sound different. So I understand the brother's comment on like when Lloyd Banks put a project out, you feel like you're going to hear the same project you heard the last time. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be digging deeper into the psyche of who Lloyd Banks is, right. why him and 50 Cent separated, right. uh, why was he away for so long, what's been going on, him and his son's relationship. It's just going right. to be him just rhyming, 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 you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, because I, I guess that's that's also why too many people aren't even checking for Eminem anymore because it's just you know rhyming words. And I mean, words. Yeah, I mean, really talking sa- about nothing because you ain't heard nothing. I mean, you ain't heard the explanation since recovery. I mean, and sad to say, you know, people don't really want to hear. And like I said, sad to say, people mm-hmm. don't want to hear Eminem if he ain't on drugs. No, that's uh, I disagree. But well, no, because I've had a friend like me and him had a whole a whole conversation and kind of like a debate where he was like. He wasn't feeling M like, and this was around recovery. And he was like, I don't think, like, he's like, M is just, oh, he's like, I want M back on drugs. And I was like, well, I love the recovery. Recovery album. was M's best album. Like, yeah. I wouldn't I say like, it's his best album, but it was a good album. It did the same numbers that Marshall Mathers LP did. Like, yeah. it broke Marshall Mathers LP record. <laughs> like, but that was, was when people years. was buying albums. The thing is, too, people right. ain't buying albums no more. Yeah. People ain't even streaming albums anymore. But that's, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what Mickey's talking about. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I love like, recovery, but like, yeah, like, no one wants to hear M on drugs anymore. And mm-hmm. that shit sucks because it's like, he's, he's done. But yeah. see, there's the thing. Like, the, the whole thing is like uh, with Mickey, Jay-Z, Eminem, like your fan base is growing with you. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I appreciate the the introspectiveness of a, you know, a recovery or a 444 facts. or the, you know, because there's a couple right. of facts right here. I mean, a couple of tracks right here on Enigma, like the first track Enigma, where he's right. talking about, you mm-hmm. know, having to, you know, worry about being a father and, right. you know, having to worry about child care and all that yeah. other stuff. Like, yo, know, i I, this is the type of stuff I like to listen to because it's like I can relate to this shit. Yeah. I mean, different strokes for different folks, and absolutely, yeah. I mean, this is what we should be listening to: music right. with substance. You know right. what I mean? People have their music for certain reasons. You know what I mean? You got your music for your turn up. You got your music to just chill. You got your music you want to hear some real thought provoking shit, so you know who you want to listen to and who you don't want to listen to. Now, with Mickey, I just want to let you know that freestyle you went off. You went off, flex? bro. You went uh, off flex? on Flex, oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. That shit was fire. You went off. Thank but you, we just, Thank you, brother. And like one thing we just want to know, where the hell did you get that visor from? Right. We was, all, <laughs> we, was, no, we was all sitting watching the video last night. I was like, that's a visor. Where he get it from? <laughs> because it's tied different in the back. I'm used to Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I wrote that joint like three years ago. Wow. Whew. Damn. And it was initially supposed to be a part of the uh, the achievement campaign, the freestyle campaign. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And it was originally supposed to be acapella, and it was supposed to be for the Breakfast Club. Oh. But uh, my publishers at the time couldn't make that particular interview happen. Okay. So uh, when Flex reached out to me, I was like, all right, let me give Flex this. You know, along with some bars that I already had laying around. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just kind of mashed it all together. You but, killed. you know, I kind of wanted to give something different. Like, you know, just like what the brother said earlier about Lloyd Banks. You know what you're going to get with Lloyd Banks. You know what you're going to get 
see the punchlines or crazy different flows and mm-hmm. some street shit. But like right. with Mickey Fox, you don't know what you're gonna get. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I've I've done so many different genres of hip hop all over the course of my sixteen, seventeen project discography career. So you never know what you're gonna get, but what you do know you're gonna get is quality music every single time. Right, right. That's what's up. That freestyle gave me financial <laughs> advice. Fiscal advice. I was like, yes. Damn interest. <laughs> Shit do be fucking me up. <laughs> I was like, fuck credit. <laughs> now, I, 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 d- I wanted to do a I wanted to do a series on that. Like, really? I wanted to do credit. Then I wanted to tell people how to buy a house, uh, how to buy land, or, you know, like how to start a business. You know, like I wanted to do a whole series, but I caught so much backlash on Twitter. Man, fuck that. Man, fuck that. <laughs> if you ever want to, the door is open. If you ever want to come here and finish up that, uh, yeah, finish up, finish that, up that series. Because we are listening. Yeah, that's the thing that folk need. So if they ain't trying right. to get their monies up and get this multiple streams of income and shit, fuck them. We want to First hear, of all, um, the first thing that I notice about Twitter these days is nothing serious on Twitter anymore. It's all about jokes. Facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is. So. I go to Twitter for all of my good comments. Exactly. It's, if I'm feeling down, I go to Twitter and I just laugh. I laugh myself to sleep sometimes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know Twitter going to be there for me. <laughs> I need to laugh myself. Nah, but seriously, the door is open if you ever wanted to come here and spill a little something. I was actually hoping you would come and spit something today. Oh, man. You know, like... I haven't really written any raps like that in a long time. Um, I've, uh, I think 2018 was like the last time I was like really on some. I'm just going everywhere and I'm just rapping. Okay. And you know, it kind of, it kind of pigeonholed me a little bit going into 2019. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a lot of uh, people like, yo, you know, do you want to battle? Do you want to? just come up to my radio show and rap instead of really just letting me, you know, like, talk about my music and my songs. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really big on marketing. So, okay. you know, I decided, you know, that I'm going to just switch it up. Like, and that's why, you, you know, you have Enigma how you have it. And then after Enigma, like, I'm, I'm venturing into a different, you know, lane of music that's just you know, like a lyrical version of like, you know, more melodic sound. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, I, I kind of want to try different things. You know, uh, I think people know that I can rap already. Like, they, right. they just know that I can just, I mean, I can come to these shows and just go out for two hours. Like, that shit is not, that shit is not a challenge. So you're challenging yourself like now? I, yeah, I want to challenge myself and challenge my fan base to see what they will like, what they will tolerate. I feel like that's the kind of relationship that you should have as an artist with your with your support. It's also People, important you know as, like, as as a creative to just challenge yourself creatively, like period. Right. Like I have a I have a concept for like a superhero audio, you know, rap project. Like I wanna I wanna make a project where like I'm a superhero but I'm able to go back in time and change different things that's happened in, his, in, in black history Ooh, and, mm. you know, come back to the president and see what has transpired since I made that change. Like, I want to do stuff like that. Oh, you might you need know, to copyright this idea so somebody else come up with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
And you might need to get your brother Lupe on that one with you. Right. I was about to yeah, just you know, ask you about that, too, with the uh, yeah, All-City Chess Club. Yeah, he's a little scared to do stuff with me, man, because he feels like... I'm gonna go and change my verse after I after <laughs> I make my verse. You I mean, know, shit. and that's not my style. That's not my yeah. style. Like I, I when I reached out to Royce to get on my album, I told Royce, I said, "Listen, I need 16 bars," and I sent him my verse that was 16. He uh-huh. sent me back 32. Like, that's, oh that, my that God. sounds like Royce, though. I ain't gonna lie, Royce yeah, be, just, like, just spits. And I was just very like. I was I was sad. I was like, damn, he's trying to kill me on my record. You know, I reached out to some of those people and told them, and they was like, yo, that that guy respects the shit out of you, right? If he gives you a thirty-two, the Power Monster did the same thing. Mm. You know, he he sent back thirty-two, and I told him I just needed sixteen. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like at this exact moment, like, do I continue to to reach out to the Fontes or the Elzai, the Power Monsters? You know, or, or am I just gonna elevate a little bit, you know, in my music and challenge myself? Because I have a record with a little Uzi Bird, I got a record with Big Sean, I got a record with Featuring. Like I, I'm sitting on a lot of different things, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just trying to wait for the right moment to release these things because I don't want it to fall on tough ears. Like I put out right. a John Legend record that nobody knows that I get a record with John Legend. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to go through that again. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, while you're talking about that, let me ask you a question because we were trying to figure this out last night. Um, who's that singing out, out, out the sky? Oh, that's my guy, uh, Sharif Keys. Okay. Cause that... yeah, he's a, he's a, he used to be my engineer, but he's actually a singer, okay. songwriter. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Because I know that was my favorite track on Enigma. That shit sound like theme music to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, a lot of people like motivated a little bit more than anything, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it just gives that soul kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the with the Ohio player sample? Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So, like, people are loving that. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to decide and, and see what people gravitate to the most. And, you know, I, I'm just going to just continue to challenge myself and, and my, my creativity, man. Like, mm-hmm. you guys just heard as far as my superhero mm-hmm. project that's like years and years and years away being here <laughs> uh speaking of motivated i've already spoken to each but i wanted to wait to talk to you directly congratulations All right, thank you uh, very much you know what i mean so i, I know you got to be super excited because i know i was hyped when i was waiting for my first child right 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 you're, 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 uh, I'm, I'm i'm very i, I wouldn't say excited to say okay um i am you know, as men, all of us here are men. Mm-hmm. And I'm in priority mode. Word. And I'm trying to make sure she's healthy as possible. And I'm trying to make sure, you know, I get our home and our vehicles. So, you know, the child and everything else is kind of taken care of. And I can kind of relax. Because right now I've been in go mode to try to you know, build up the, the revenue to to buy us a home and some cars so we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that that's what my mindset is. So anybody who's listening to this podcast and you know that I'm about to be a father, why don't you go on MickeyFacts.com and pick up some merch? Hey, Even yeah, if it's a button yeah. for $4, you know, you know it, every penny helps. You know I already, what I'm saying? You know, and, um, I already told Isha I wanted to get that, uh, that shirt that you did with the... Uh, 
the names of you and everybody else from the double XL cover. I oh yeah, I'm hoping that we still have some. I think I think we're like down to like seven or eight of those. Okay, that's good. So those those like flu. Nice. You know, so like you know we're, you know if we have some, I'll definitely put one to the side. Just text me and I, I got you. All right. Um, but yeah, you know we we just working, man. We I'm just trying to make sure we we are secure for our future. So I haven't gotten a chance to really just kind of be in the moment, sadly. Yeah. I mean that. Hey, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? I love that because I know I yeah, was. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. Go ahead. My fault. Uh, it's definitely a lot of love. Like, like you know, I see her pregnant, and it's like, whoa, okay, this is this is actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm 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 helping with the baby shower stuff while doing my merch, while making sure she's eating. While promoting my project, mm-hmm. you know, while you know making sure she's okay and looking at homes, and, and you know, so I'm, I'm trying to be in the moment as much as I can, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm also cognizant of knowing that we have to, you know, kind of elevate our living situation at the right. moment and and uh, make sure we have the proper means of tra- traveling, you know, and things like that. So right. that that's what my mindset is at right now. Let me ask you this, because I'm listening to all of this and I'm, I don't hear you taking care of yourself. Are you taking care of yourself as well? I think um, my music is my medicine, honestly. Like it's, it's when people talk about mental health, a lot of times mental health comes from people not talking about what they're going through. Right. And I always make sure to speak out and get out everything that's in my uh, psyche and within myself, my aura, I get it out in my music. Um, so like, you know, if I'm having issues and I'm going in the, the, to the mirror and I see this gray hair, like I'm going to put that in the, <laughs> in the rap, you know? like, I'm not going to hold on to it. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I, I got to let it out. And I feel a lot of, a lot more black men and women need to be vocal about the things that they're going through and not be so tough. Um, mm. so like, I'm taking care of myself with my music. Um, and if I ever have an issue, I just write it out, you know? So I never hold on to anything, you know what I'm saying? So in terms of taking care of myself um, from a from a mental standpoint, I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, as far as the physical, I'm gaining a lot of weight. I don't know who's showing more of me. Uh, yo, that's going to happen, man. My... I know I gained a lot of weight when my girl at the time was pregnant. I don't know about D-Dub. Yeah. Still gaining weight. <laughs> Every day, bro. Honestly, yo, y'all both pregnant is basically the way this goes. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah. I'm trying to lose the weight, man. Uh, I see it. I'm like, man, this is disgusting. So, you know, we'll see what happens. So, like, I'm positive, you know, going into everything. You know, I got a, I got about 30 shows before the year is up. Um, working. So, like, I'm just working. Yeah. Know? I saw you got a show with, uh, was this, Benny, right? Yeah, I got a show with Benny and Conway in Ohio on October 4th. Yeah, I was kind of mad when I saw that was in Ohio. I was like, if that was New York, I'm gone. Oh, yeah, man. You know, I was actually supposed to be on that tour, but my uh, booking agent at the time, they just kept dropping the ball. Mm. Like, so I was supposed to be on that Benny tour because like, they were handling it. But 
Danny apparently was just booking stuff on his own, uh-huh. and uh, it was causing conflict of interest between myself and what he was doing and what they were doing for him. Got you. So, you know, the only date that I was able to jump on was, was October four. Okay. So what other shows you got coming up? Well, you have anything going on, you know, close to home in New York? Yeah, so I'm actually performing on Tuesday in Brooklyn. I'm only doing two songs, though, so you guys don't need to come to that. But it's like a little dub showcase for someone down that I'm judging. I think Lupe is probably going to pop out. Okay. I'm going to do that, and then I have a show in the Bronx at the Boys and Girls Club, but that's like another two to three song kind of thing. Okay. Um, that's on Saturday. Uh, I have a show with Lupe and, uh, in Jersey. I think it's October 25th. I'm going to probably do that show with him. And then I have a New York Brooklyn show um, no, November 30th. Mm-hmm. And a Boston show November 29th. I was trying to get a Connecticut show, but I couldn't make it happen, man. I was trying to do New Haven. Toad's Place? Um, uh, Toad's Place might be a little too big for me. Okay. But um, I was looking at a couple of other spots, but we just couldn't make it happen in time. So I'm probably going to do something in Connecticut around January or February. That, that's okay. the birthday month. Hey. Right. Hey, <laughs> hey. So it's called the Fam yeah. Tour, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. The Fam Tour is, is starting the day after Thanksgiving in Boston. Yeah. Nice. Um, with these other spot things that I have, like, I'm just doing different shows with different people like the Lupe stuff there, the Benny stuff mm-hmm. I got two shows with Stiley one in Pittsburgh and one in um, Cleveland um, so like you know I'm just bouncing around wherever I can get to uh, you know stack this money up so I'm going buy this house we're trying to move to that. Miami are you trying to move south? yeah we're trying to move to Miami nice 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 better weather 305 yeah, yeah you know you know, we, we want 70 every day, you know. I don't want to the snow anymore. I know you brothers know what the snow is about. Word. You know, up in uh, Connecticut, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not enjoyable. It's not no. something that we enjoy. Not at all. Kind of miss it, though. I don't. It's Fuck weird. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> I damn sure don't miss snow. And I was born in the snow. Man, listen. I'm an yeah. oldest baby. Uh, snow ain't for me. Word. Yeah, I'm a July baby. No, word. So let me ask you this question because you know me and Lefty, we was having this uh, this debate yesterday, and uh, you could obviously you would you would be the one to ask so you could settle this debate because we were listening to uh, to OD, and I was saying that it was it was your song and it was how I actually was introduced to Drake. Lefty said it was Drake's song and it was how he was introduced to you. No, no, no. That's not what I said. Wait, okay, so we'll- so let me clarify because it is okay. it is I believe it is Mickey's record because it was on uh, the mixtape. Um, I forget the name of the mixtape. I apologize right now, but it was on his mixtape. Inspiration, yeah, the inspiration joint. So I I had said I was like that's the first time I had heard of him okay. was because of Drake, and you heard of Drake because of him, right? So it was your record. Okay, so this is this is what happened. Okay. <laughs> so, Omen was a producer. And Omen was putting together an album called Be The Judge. Mm-hmm. And Omen reached out 
to me to get on the record. He was like, yo, I'm going to put this kid Drake on the record. Okay. And I was like, okay, cool. He was like, come in and do your verse. I was out of town, so I couldn't get the verse done. We did the show in like January. Hold on. What year was this, Mick? This was 2008. Okay. Oof. Nobody knew who Drake was. Right. <laughs> so I do the record for Omen. And before I do the record for Omen, like I think we had the session scheduled for like Wednesday. Omen sends me the record with Drake's verse on it, like that Monday. Okay. And when I heard Drake's verse, I was like, oh, this is dope. And I had already heard of Drake on MySpace because he had the replacement girl record on with Trey Songs. Right. And, you know, he he, he was on, you know, he, he was trying, I saw his video a couple times on, on 106 and Pump. He had paid for that stuff. Mm. But it never caught traction. So, at the time, now, it's my verse, it's Drake's verse, and Drake's chorus on there. And Omen reached out to me to get Travis on it. Okay. Because at the time, Travis and his management company wanted to sign me. It was the Fort Hall Boys and Jim Cross Heroes. Their management right. wanted to sign me. And we didn't do the deal. They signed Tiger instead. Oof, that was a bad decision. Not a the lineman coconut record, right? right? The lineman coconut. I did a lot of bad decisions. A lot of bad decisions. So at the time, Omen is like, this was going to be the first single. Mm -hmm. Mind you, nobody knew who Drake was. Still, this was before the billionaire record with Travis. Mm -hmm. So this is like March when he tells me. At this time, I'm like the number one newest artist coming out of New York City. So he wanted to capitalize off of that. Mm -hmm. So he was like, Mickey, I want you to push the record as if, as if it's your record. So when we put the record out, it got everywhere because of the traction that I had. Right, right. So when you look at, at the time, Not Right was the biggest blog. Mm. If you do a search on Mickey Flags, Travis... Drake, mm -hmm. yeah, the post says Nicky Facts featuring Drake, Omen, I, I think that's what it says, and then they say this is a new record from Nicky with some guy from Canada. No, <laughs> like, nobody knew who he was. Wow. And Drake had hit me like that, that the week before we put it out. Okay. And he was like, yo, Nick, man, thank you for doing the record. This is really dope. I just came back from writing for Dre, Dr. Dre, by the way. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yo, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I just want to be on that right. That's mm -hmm. all. I just want to be on that right. I'm so excited to be on that right. I don't even worry about it. At the time, everything I put out was going to that right. Right, right. So I was like, you're gonna get that look. And he got the look, and he was like super happy about it. So... Technically, it wasn't my record. Okay, mm. but it was. Gotcha. Right, right, right. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to ask you about because uh, we had this conversation on the last episode about um, independent artists uh, trying to get music on uh, NBA 2K, um, and uh, you know Denzel was talking about he read the terms and conditions about um, you know that 
the music submission about how they just the, the artists aren't getting anything off of that. And I know you for a fact you had music on, if I'm not mistaken, NBA Live 2014. Yes. Right. So 2010. 2010. Okay. How did that work out for you? Was it like a similar situation where it was like a now nah, we're just gonna take this music and you just get in the look? Or were you actually like compensated for that? I got paid handsomely okay. for my NBA live contribution. Okay. When I say handsomely, I mean handsomely like <laughs> nice. Shamar more handsome. You know what I'm saying? Pause. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it was one of those scenarios where, again, um, I had a lot of leverage and I was just able to kind of do what I want. And I think they stopped a lot of that after me because, you know, I got, I did two songs for them. Mm -hmm. And if I would have just been a smarter person, I could have bought like two houses with that money. Mm. Just off of the down payments alone. Right, right. You know what I mean? And I was just happy to get that kind of money, period. Right, right. Like you know any I mean? of us so would I wasn't thinking straight. Exactly. But they they paid me well. I I think now these guys get like thousand two thousand dollars, if that. Because I know with this NBA two K yeah, thing, they're NBA, not getting anything. NBA two K is royalty free. Well, that was royalty through United wow. Masters, though. Yeah, I mean for for NBA Live two thousand ten, I think I think I made about fifty mm. at least. Because I did, I had three songs on there. One of them was the main song, and they bought the song from me. Right. Mm. Mm. So they wanted to own it outright, and I had Bob on the song, and that was when Bob had the big record. Yep. Right. So they they paid me handsomely for that record, and I did two separate records on that project. Yeah, one was like the, the Zulu record right? for that. Yeah, one was with uh, Africa Bambata, right. and another one was with like a, another another artist, I believe. So. And, you know, at that time, also, like, I had songs on Fight Night 4, which was also EA. You definitely did. I had, I had uh, like, two songs apiece on Need for Speed Nitro and Need for Speed Shift. Damn. And then I had I had a song on The Sims. Like, that I remember. So, like, yeah, so, like, I was... um. I you got I got EA. EA for like six figures that year. Damn, it was it was a different time, man. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> we ain't trying to pay nobody nothing nowadays. Really, you know what yeah, mean? I mean, but... it's pretty sad. I mean, I I think I think it's just to say though. I, I think there are some video game companies that will still pay the artists properly for their you know for their art. Mm-hmm. Gotta run into the right ones. Right. That remains to be seen. Um, anybody else got any questions for Mick? Because I know he is a busy man. It is release weekend, so he has yeah, I'm an open book, so if you got any questions, you gotta open. <laughs> <laughs> well nah, man, I mean definitely wanna, you know, thank you for, thank for, calling, for in. calling in, man. You know, I I think it's kinda dope, you know what I'm saying? You took the time out your schedule, you know what I mean, especially with everything you have going on right now. You know what I mean? And just wanted to say thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me on the show. You know, this is another 
platform for me to expand my brand and, and vice versa. You know, right. it's uh, it's one hand wash the other, one wash the face. You know what I mean? And I feel like more artists should be more appreciative of being able to, you know, share their fan base. And, and, and even if I gain one or two supporters from this interview, I'm grateful. Thank Word. you. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Uh, we all, we're all appreciative, you know, to talk to you. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Wish you well. Word. Good luck with everything. You know what I mean? Appreciate Absolutely. For those that are listening, please go uh, stream or download Enigma and go to MickeyFlags.com and, uh, you know, and sign up. Social media. Cop some merch, you know, $4 for the button. And if you really, if you really want to support, you know, cops, 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 some hoodies, cops, some shirts, you know, show some love, please. Appreciate everything, man. And the packaging is beautiful, man. We got like black mat mailers and corroborated boxes. Like we got all kinds <laughs> of stuff for people, man. So like you could keep the stuff and, and, and keep them as like art pieces. You know what I mean? I yeah. really went out for the That's thing. You know? Yeah. It gives me like a Gatsby type of vibe. Ooh. Okay. Right. All right. Well, that is it for episode 20 of the Rhythm and Brews podcast. So, so the last call? Oh, shit. I forgot about the last call. Damn. I was ready to go. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's get into the last call. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go up first. Um, thank you, Lefty, because I would have, I like, dropped the mic and walked out. Um, all right. So... For anybody that doesn't that uh, is listening for the first time and doesn't know, last call is uh, you know we each play a record at the end of the episode to put y'all on to something you may not have heard before or just something we want you to hear again. Um, I chose a track off of Mickey's last project called "I Said Yo." This one's called "Survival." I said, yeah. There's a war going on outside that no black man is safe from. 5-0 spray guns from day one to out of white people debating about black issues. When white cops is killing blacks with black pistols, black mamas with black tissues. Mad wishful that the murderers serve time, man. It's that simple. Police chiefs are past fickle. These whack civil moms protect these little hogs with acquittals and give them a desk job with a pen and pull out a pad, scribble their little paperwork as transmittal. See that signal comes across as we don't matter. Our spear won't break though, we won't shatter. Silence, I wanna hear zero chatter New York pledge, shout to the hero capper Nick, <laughs> he took a knee cause the bullets be killing us I'm serious homie, look at me From Tacoma, Washington to D.C. Booker T, we wrestling with uniformed servants And we shouldn't be NFL showing us they racist Stand for a flag but ignore what we facing I hate this, every single statement is flagrant They don't realize that we getting treated like vagrants Modern day slave ships, same whip, same shit Minus endorsements in the Payments. I know y'all gotta take care of families and agents What's gonna happen if your child is the plaintiff In the coffin Cause of assailants who claim to be patient as ravens The nation is built off of hatred and anguish Guarantee that's when they gonna protest the matrix I ain't fooled by the mystique of the shapeshift These X-Men only worried about the placements Damn, we dying every day Yeah, we kill each other and we silent when we pray Boy, that's our problem We deal with societies that put us in the poverty and expect us to commonly be a fucking economy How when the monopoly of gentrification 
You know what? I'm not breaking down with our problems and our problems. We just started getting our rights. We lost fathers who became martyrs. It's not about that. It's about the cops and they top hats. Walk around the hood with they cock gats. Feeling like Shug with a contract. Powerful and didn't deal with the psychological hard fact that maybe your badge gives them a sense of entitlement when firing, which makes us believe they conspire in environments. I'm tired of it. Wanna give us an early retirement? Why are we the only ones hurt during rioting? This shit is still spiraling out of control, frightening. And we keep getting shot with our hands in the air. No gun, no plans to be fierce. Look, man, we be scared. Off memory, a lot of gangs kill enemies of the energy. But let a cap do the same thing. And I'm saying, where the hell of energy? This is all treachery. So many white boys get arrested without bullet wounds They be looking cold Reports say they was trouble but good in school They be hooded too Trench coat in the summertime Machine guns let loose like a butterfly Cops try to reason with them cause they colorblind And we wonder why Meanwhile on the other side If a brother drive and get pulled over everything numb inside They don't even have guns or cutting knives But we getting shot and our failures getting underlined And our success gets undermined What a time I don't even wanna fucking rhyme What if a black cop shoot a white thug No gun on them Will it get treated like us? Damn Will it get beat inside cuffs Or in the snap of a finger He get treated like us? Infinity War Officer, why you killing me for? Why you got all this artillery for? All I did was jaywalk And I pinned to the floor Shotgun in my neck Like I'm a villain You caught Don't shoot Don't shoot Yeah That was my last call Once again, that was Ricky Facts off his Ooh. last project, I said yo, and that was called survival. Nice. Who's up next, D Dub? We can do anybody right now. Right. I say, I say, oh, Mr. R and B Smooth. Right, birthday weekend. Oh yeah, that's a thing, ain't it? So oh, we was gonna get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so we gonna get into this next record. It's uh, Father MC. Featuring Jodeci, treat them like they want to be treated. I'm feeling yeah, mad, new yeah, jack. Man. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> you know it. Let's go. You just turned around. So that's what I ask Maybe it's true that I set myself up But then again, it's the question I ask I want someone for me who is straight A kind of cutie, yes, yep, a smart mate I've been around searching for the right one But it seems like a waste of my time Every time that I meet the right one It seems as if she plays with my mind So it makes me on the defense side Because my offense is sort of slow It doesn't pay to tell someone I love you Because in my vocab, I love you is a no-no I think I've given my feelings they show. I think I'd better not look back. I've been down a little too long, and now it's time that I get on track. So I must I 
to flirt I get off it and tell the stories about my past And that's when it hurts But I need to find only a lonesome lady type who wants me for self A woman who wants me because I'm father And I found the fame all for my wealth so I can show Ladies, I'm not that picky, but being picky is just for self. I must protect what I respect, and that is me and not someone else. I've been mistreated up on the downhill. Back in the days, I used to be strong. I used to flirt, her kind of jerk. Get the cash, the sex, then I'm gone. But payback is a mother, and now I don't know who to trust, so I just... Again? Nah. No, 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 Never. You're listening to the Rhythm and Brews podcast We're with back your host, with that one, man. DJ yeah, DW. Right here. He's going to have quite Lucky, a shindig tonight. Oh, Lucky it's Lefty be a good and time. Mr. Arnold <laughs> Smith. Where we at tonight? Where we at tonight? Hey, you know this. We're down at the uh, De Niro's, the Elements tonight. Elements. Shout out to DJ De Niro and Shatterproof. Yeah. We're going to show love. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a few drinks and we're going to celebrate. Like, all right, all right, that's what it is. Who's up next? I'll go next. I'll go next. What you got for us, D-Dub? About to blast off Rhapsody with, what's her name? Ooh. How you pronounce it? Lakeley 47? Oh, I said it wrong. Lakeley. See, my bad. This no disrespect. Hard, yeah, I love this record. Fire. Oprah. Eric, Eric, Eric. I'm a master. master. Y'all should give me honorary masters. Master. Rapper worth the green just like the masters. Master. That new slave talking like he got a master. Woo, woo. Screaming free thought. free thought. All the greatest legends behind bars ain't really talk. Really everything I say is everything I really want. Got it for the free though if it wasn't what I really bought. I really yeah, bought. yeah. Pigeon pose. Pigeon pose. Only way we ever, ever coming toe to toe. My Ivy Coast Congo blood got me dripping though. Yeah, I got the juice. Whoop. See, I'm dripping though. Dollars, 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 Give the homeless homies money so they eat well. Yeah. Went and cop the Audi, gotta go and get it detailed. Drive don't depreciate the value of the resale. Yeah, yeah. Still talking that shit in this mother like we e-sell. Hold up, hold mother up. shit flow, bring the funk back. Funk this back. for my young heads, my real ones, and old blacks. My old this black. for my nasty niggas asking where the hoes at. Where the hoes? This gon' be the break, we stop and make them do the soul clap. Dollars, hey. dollars, dollars circulate. Dollars, dollars, dollars circulate. Dollars. Dollars, dollars, circulate. Dollars, dollars, circulate. Hey, dollars, dollars, circulate. Dollars, 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 circulate. Dollars, 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 circulate. Dollars, 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 circulate. Yeah, that's the taste. Hey, I dig. You heard what Mickey said? Only five thousand copies sold. If you like that, go buy that goddamn album. That record is fire. Right. The and that's why there. I said that shit about Cardi last night. But right now, I want to go back. Way back. Way back. Back in, back the, in, back the, in the time. time. This is 
Dynasty with Adventures in the Land of Music. This is it, what? Luchini falling from the sky, let's get rich, what? Shout out to my homegirl Jasmine Gonzalez out of Buffalo. in my head man it was from when I went to see Watch the Throne and they was playing all samples before the show started yeah, yeah. and they played that record I'm like yo this shit is fire I love I love to hear like the it, it's just me it's just the love to hear the original the first, right? yeah I like yeah. to hear the original blended into the yeah the sample. so dope that. so dope uh, DJ Parlay does that a lot yeah um, but yeah uh, now we're really done yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, yo, make sure after you listen to this, y'all make sure y'all are there for the Kumba kickback. Um, it's not going to be on Friday. It's going to be on Saturday the 28th. Ooh. This is going to be the uh, finale of Mr. Uh, R&B Smooth. Birthday. Birthday. You know we, we turning up big for turning Smooth. So bring you Next Saturday. Show up the Next show Saturday. Bring him lots of peach crown. All of it. Word. You no wayward mean? women. We like these. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't have Peach Crown still on the shelves, I enjoy say and I want to try the Jim Bean Peach. Oh. Okay. Well, he said it. I'll get you a bottle of Jim Bean Peach. 
I got you. My Ladies and gentlemen, this was episode 20. I'm Mr. Lucky Lefty. I am President Chief. It's your boy, Mr. R&B Smooth. DJ And once again, thank you to our special host, uh, guest host, Mickey Fax. Make sure y'all go get that Enigma out. Or EP. Lucky Lefty and Mr. R&B Smooth.